Off the ball. With 10-year-old Amber playing football back in Donegal, believe this moment. No, because she'd probably still be doing the community games. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Alan Quinlan offers his insight into tonight's Interpro Derby meeting of Connacht and Leinster at the sports ground. We've got team news from the latest batch of Women's Rugby World Cup pool games. But first, Munster have named their side for tomorrow's visit of the Vodacom Bulls to Thoma Park. After a handful of impressive performances off the bench, 19-year-old Locke Edwin Adogbo makes his first start for the province partnering Jean Klein in the centre. Tyg Byrne moves to the blind side with Peter Armani past fit for a start on the open side. That follows a neck injury. In the front row, Niall Scannell is the only survivor from last week's defeat in Galway with Jeremy Lockman and Stephen Archer returning either side of him. Joey Carberry will start at out half for the first time this season with Ben Healy out of the matchday squad entirely. Patrick Campbell moves from the wing to full back with Calvin Nash and Shane Daly back from emerging Ireland duty to start in the wings. So that Munster team in full sees Campbell start at full back, Nash and Daly on the wings. The centre is unchanged with Malachi Fekatoa, again partnered by Dan Goggin. In the halfbacks, Craig Casey continues at scrum half with Carberry alongside him. Then it's that front row of Lockman, Niall Scannell and Archer with Klein and Adogbo behind them and the back row of Ty Byrne, Peter O'Mahony and Gavin Coombs. Also back from South Africa to man the replacements bench are Dermot Barron, Roman Salanoa, Tom O'Hearn, Jack Crowley and John Hodnett. Munster have lost three of their first four games this season which Craig Casey admits has been tough to take. Naturally it's frustrating. Um, we're all trying obviously our hardest to, to make passes stick but obviously when they're not sticking it is frustrating but we've got processes around that when we meet in huddles and stuff like that about how to calm ourselves down. So it's probably about getting back to the next role like, I mean, it's very, very cliche, but that's what it is about. Obviously, looking back on games then and you're seeing opportunities that have arose uh, and you're not taking them, that's probably even more frustrating. But I think I'd I'd prefer to see the chances we're not executing rather than not seeing chances opening up um, in that sense. Uh, like, when we're coming in on Monday and Prendy's showing us chances that we should have taken, I'd much prefer to see that, whereas not seeing anything at all, to be honest. Um, of course, those passes have to stick in the future. We haven't been good enough. We know that uh, 100%. Uh, we won't shy away from that at all. We've had tough, tough reviews over the last few weeks, um, and they were needed, in fairness. Uh, they've been good, and uh, hopefully they do stick now uh, this weekend. Like We have full belief in what we're doing in training. Um, training has, has been upped so much this year. Like um, I feel like the fittest I've ever felt from the training we're doing. Um, and in training, we're seeing the, these patterns and our passes are sticking. So, like I said, we need to bring it on onto the pitch this Saturday. All is far from Rosie in the Bulls' garden following their 35-21 loss away to Glasgow last weekend. Jay White has changed out halves for the game in Limerick with Johan Goosen taking over from Chris Smith. The Bulls' director of rugby believes the weather and the referee will play key roles tomorrow at Thomond. You know, in terms of the, the breakdown, I mean, it, it, I suppose the one thing it is the, the weather will play a part tomorrow. If it rains and it's slow, it'll be completely different to last week playing on a 4G pitch where it's so quick and you can't really get your hands on the ball uh, in terms of the breakdown. So it'll be interesting tomorrow um, how Marcel and Alrich and, and those sort of players um, can can get involved in the breakdown uh, battles. And then obviously we've got Vieja and Marku that will also have to play a part in that. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's what Simon from from a breakdown point of view. I think it is going to be a massive part of the game tomorrow because I think the weather's going to play a part. And then Adamson, I mean, sixty-four games. I think Tupper's made it clear when you do talk to Tupper, 
that uh, he wants to put the most experienced referees in the big games. Um, he would consider this as a big game, Bulls versus Munster. And I've no doubt that uh, Mike Adamson has been given this game based on the fact that he is and uh, obviously very experienced. Um, he obviously, you know, he obviously understands the pressure that comes with both teams. I mean, I said it just now, Simon, they've lost three of their four games, so they would be they would be feeling pressure. Um, and they're at home first time at Tillman Park. So, yeah, it, it, it's a, I think it's a, you know, obviously a, it's a selection that Top has made based on the fact that he genuinely feels that the referee would understand the pressure that's coming in a, in a big game like this one this weekend. Jake White there. Now to Ulster, who makes six changes for tomorrow's game in Johannesburg against the Emirates Lions. Two of those alterations are in the backs with the returning Robert Balakoon coming in for Craig Gilroy on the wing and the injured Ian Madigan is replaced at out half by Billy Burns. Rob Herring and Gareth Milosinovic replace John Andrew and Marty Moore in the front row while onto the flanks come Dave McCann and Marcus Ray with Nick Timoney dropping to the bench and Jordy Murphy missing out entirely. The team in full has Mike Larry at fullback, Balakoon and Rob Little on the wings. Luke Marshall and Stuart McCloskey continue their centre partnership with Burns and John Cooney in the halfbacks. The front row is comprised of Eric O'Sullivan, Herring and Milosinovic. Captain Alan O'Connor and Sam Carter continue their second row partnership. And then it's a back row of McCann, Ray and Dwayne Vermeulen. Meanwhile, Stormers coach John Dobson has vented his frustration with Stephen Kitchoff's impending departure to Ulster. While he doesn't begrudge the prop his move, Dobson is increasingly more fed up with approaches to players throughout the season. The move is yet to be confirmed, but Dobson says Kitchoff will go with their blessing. Kitsi is off contract off the World Cup and he's got more than earned his spurs and his credits within this union to go where he wants to, what's right for him and his family. So if that's the case that he is going to Ulster to be with absolutely with our blessing that Stephen wants to do, you know, he's respected his contract here and I don't think we can ever, he's put in so much on and off the field and, uh, you know, who knows with Kitsi, maybe a couple of years in Ulster and he'll be back with us. Uh, he's that sort of bloke, you know. So I'll have a chat to him. I can't confirm whether he's going or not yet, uh, but if he does want to go and it's for the reasons that you know, can change his life or help his life in a certain way. It goes with our blessing, as I say. He's got plenty of credit at the bank. Now to tonight's Interpro meeting of Connacht and Leinster at the sports ground. The hosts buoyant following last week's win over Munster, their first of the season, of course. Leinster remain unbeaten so far this term and despite a number of changes, ex-Munster back row Alan Quinlan told OTBAM he believes it could be a tough night in Galway for the hosts. It's it's going to be difficult tonight even though there's changes and it's not as strong yeah. as Leinster could go. They played them four times last year, didn't they? The closest they went was in the round 16 game at home. They're well capable of it. Um, I think they'll have a great crowd there again tonight. They'll have that energy, that fire. But they can't forget where they were for the first three, three games, Connacht, in the discipline, um, the mistakes, the turnovers, all that kind of stuff, the errors they made. So... I think for them, it's about them focusing on themselves tonight. Um, sometimes you can get caught up with looking at a Leinster side and thinking this is, oh, there's a couple of players out here and there's a couple of players not playing. I think that's the real intrigue for me tonight, how Andy Friend's team respond. They've gone to it as six forwards on the bench again. I think their pack was really good last week. Gavin Thornbury, who you think is the size and the physical specimen that you want to step up with an Irish side, mm. Has a you know had a bad injury last year. He's been a bit stop start. Has he the ability to really kind of stake a claim now and 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 get real leadership in his game and physicality? Well, it's a great test tonight. You know, when you think that you know that that pack, that Leinster pack. 
I think the backs, there's obviously a lot of change, but you know, the back row of Conan, Van der Fleer, Doris, James Ryan, Ross Maloney's been playing brilliant for him. Um, Tyg Furlong coming back. Dan Sheen is just like a, a Duracell bunny that yeah, never stops yeah, going. So it's a challenge. I thought Dave Heffern was brilliant last week. Someone you'd love to, I'd love to see him step up. I think mm-hmm. he has that ability to start having a presence with himself. Um, Finley Bealan played really well and I think you know obviously Peter Dooley and Josh Murphy you know they're playing against their old team tonight will it be will that bring a bit of spark in them um, and I think Jack Carty last week you know there was some criticism particularly with the kicks um, first game back it's difficult uncharacteristic misses from him so for Connacht tonight they've got to build a little bit of pressure Um try and manage the game in a tempo of the game sometimes it's very difficult to stop Leinster and they've started like a you know a steam train this year with their results and their performances but last week I think the Sharks exposed a few yeah. you know if you hold on to the ball for long periods against teams who are usually very dominant against you well you can create some opportunities and Connacht are an ambitious side but I think they need you know to read they need to be careful now because psychologically getting up for that game last week the challenge is can they get that same emotional pitch this week because the reality here is this Leinster group can put 20-30 points on anyone if they click mm. and they'll have guys in that team who were really determined to be in Leo Cullen's side going forward so it's an intriguing one Finally to the Women's Rugby World Cup and Wales make four changes for Sunday's Pool A meeting with New Zealand in Auckland. All four alterations are in the pack with Beth and Lewis, Sue and Lillycrap, Grant Crabb and Kelsey Jones all starting. Five Black Ferns players will make their World Cup debuts in Sunday's game while Ruby Tui moves to fullback. In the small hours of tomorrow morning, Scotland play Australia in Pool A. That's followed at half past five by the Pool B encounter between the United States and Japan, both teams seeking a first win of the competition there and that's followed by a huge game in Pool C with France up against England at the more palatable time of 8am that is it for today's Rugby Daily more from me on Monday when I'll have plenty of reaction to the weekend's URC games enjoy the weekend I will talk to you on Monday don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed and lavish this production with as much positive feedback as you can possibly stomach I'm Richie McCormick enjoy your weekend and I'll talk to you Monday